Dude, my butt cheeks have been hurting lately. Really? Have you been yeah. clenching a lot? Maybe. I've been really anxious. I um, I unconsciously clench my butt a lot. Yeah. I, I, I think I it's the only reason butt. I have a perky butt. Because I'm constantly, like, clenched up. <laughs> when I was little, I thought that clenching your butt made your butt look good. So I just always walked around with <laughs> Look up to Libra. <laughs> I thought when people had like nice looking muscular butts that they that's what they were doing. No, you know what? No, no, no. I didn't even realize that it didn't oh, look shit. good until I was thirteen and I saw a picture of someone clenching their butt cheeks and someone was like, Get her a bathroom. I was like, Maybe I should stop doing that. <laughs> oh my god. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, that's hilarious. Um, have you seen bodybuilder butts? No. They're supposed to look like butterflies. They look like butterflies? I'm going to show you. Okay. They do look like a clenched butt. Well, they have to clench, obviously, in competitions to show their muscles. I also clench my teeth, and it, like, I clench my teeth so much that I get, like, I can feel a nerve, like, it's the sharpest pain ever, leading from my teeth up to my ear and down to my shoulder. Ow. And then then I have to go like this, like, like, with my head to my shoulder. Why don't you wear, me. like, a mouth guard at night? This is, like, during the day. Oh. Like, just during the day, I won't realize that. I've Can you, like, stop yourself? Yeah. <laughs> Ew. Ew. Oh, my Look God. Look at it. it looks Look like, at it. Oh, my God. It looks like those cadavers that, like, when they isolate the muscle. Oh, yeah. And the muscle, like, seizes. Yeah. In, like, in, like anatomical <laughs> videos, it really does. Why would anyone make themselves look like that? It looks that? like a butterfly. Oh, my God. That's how it's supposed to look in competitions. That looks horrible. <laughs> Why would anyone want to make their body look like that? Even his back. It looks contorted. I know. It's scary. Oh, that looks so yucky oh my god and who is he doing that for competitions i don't know i don't know i don't know what the life is like outside or like sorry not outside at the end of your bodybuilding Mm -hmm. years like arnold schwarzenegger like he still looks good though he does look good but have you seen him as a bodybuilder i've seen him in the 80s and he looks fine as fuck but have you seen him when he his body looks like that guy's i don't think so oh he looks fucking insane like if he didn't become randomly the governor of california like <laughs> i think he was famous before he was no i know no fucking the the terminator whatever i know okay listen now i sound like an idiot i know he had like a career post bodybuilding but like uh-huh. if you didn't have career plans or body plans or whatever like what does your body look like if you stop working out I would imagine like Mr. Krabs when he loses his shell. Oh my god! Like just like <laughs> just sag, really defined but really saggy. I don't. You know what? I wouldn't be surprised if they don't have a very long life expectancy. Well, because that must fuck up your heart. Yeah, that's true. Well, okay, let's assume that they're in like actual like good health and not using any performance mm-hmm. enhancers. Okay, so your joints are going to be fucked. Your yeah, Your heart is going to be fucked. Probably, I would assume that would, no, their heart would probably be in good condition if you're not doing, like. Because the difference between bodybuilders and athletes is, like, bodybuilders are building muscle and that's yeah. it. Yeah. They're working out for muscle definition and athletes are having, you know. I have no idea. A comprehensive workout recovery. Did you know that steroids make your head really big? Really? Yeah. No. Yeah. How? Like, you're. Like, how, what part of your your skull? I don't Your brain? Know. <laughs> I have no idea. I just heard someone in a podcast say that HGH makes your head grow really big. Maybe it makes Joe your... Joe Rogan? Yeah, literally. <laughs> oh, shit. Does he have a tiny head or does he have a big head? He has a huge head. But now I want to have before and after pictures of him on Fear Factor. Oh, my God. Did he have yeah. a... What is this called? A taste saver, I think. No. What is it? It's called a goatee, but yeah, what's I the, know, the but... dirty word for it? 
God damn. I think it's a taste saver. Maybe that's one of it. Because it saves, it soaks up the pussy juice. (laughs) (laughs) I've never heard of that before. And you can go like this. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. You can lizard lick pussy crust off your, I'm going to (laughs) stop. No, keep going, keep going. No, no, no. Um, Yeah, no, I can't. I can't Google this fast enough. Slang for goatee. I swear it's taste saver. Nut duster. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> yeah, this is, no, this is all not, this is all not helpful. I'm so surprised that Joe, oh, maybe we shouldn't do Joe Rogan slander. I don't want. No, it's, he lives I'm in so Texas. I'm so surprised what, what he, is he doesn't gonna have do? allegations. What, I know, I'm right? so surprised. Honestly, I think it's because he hates women too much to like, to like even interact with them to the point of abusing them. Like, Does he, he have a significant other? He has a wife and two daughters. Oh, poor kids. I know, right? That is karma. I know. That is horrible karma for those little girls. Yeah, what did they do in a past life? I know, literally. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, speaking of um, alpha brain and like women hating, I don't remember if we talked about this on – no, I think this was on a scrapped podcast. So one of my ideas is Sarah doesn't watch a lot of movies, and I, I don't think I do, but I just started my Letterboxd, and I'm surprised I haven't even finished adding. You need to tell me how Letterboxd works. I don't know. I, I like, still don't know. Okay, because I like the idea of me starting one, absolutely not watching movies, and just like putting <laughs> Prince of Egypt as like ten out of ten. <laughs> no, that's 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 how I that's how mine is working so far, because when I when you first make an account, it just gives you like an endless supply of movies that uh-huh. you can say if you've watched or not. So I spent like two hours doing that, uh-huh. and I've logged like almost four hundred movies, but I know I'm not done. Yeah, and I only rated like a handful of them because I couldn't be bothered. But uh, I'm not – I don't know. I don't know what my relationship is to movies. I think I know a decent amount of movies. I, it feels like you watch a lot of movies. I guess I do. Like, um, I don't know. But Sarah doesn't. And every time I make a reference, she does have has no idea what I'm talking about. So I'm like, okay, you need to watch a movie. And But it's hard because if you're someone who doesn't like doing a particular thing, not that I'm ragging on you because uh-huh. I totally feel it. Like, no, it's really hard to get me to watch movies. You need to be in a certain headspace. Mm-hmm. So – <laughs> the only movie we've been able to watch so far is Sad Boys, which is like a 24-minute documentary on incel. <laughs> so one of my ideas um, is to show Sarah a movie and then we'll talk about it. I don't know how successful it'll be on a weekly basis or however often. I think often. it would be fun. We'll, we'll try. We'll try. Oh my god, how about I then make you watch stand-up specials? Because that's oh, like yeah. my substitute for watching movies. I i don't understand movie references, but anytime someone says something, I'm like, Joe Mandy has a joke about that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's fair, and that's what we did. So after we watched the Sad Boys, Sarah showed me a Bo Burnham special. Yeah, you, you started with Inside, which I found very strange because I do... I, to say it's his best is, is disgusting. Well, I... It yeah. Was, it was not... I mean, it was fine, but I mean, in comparison with like what or make happy, I mean, it was an abomination. <laughs> That's a hot take, isn't it? No, I you think I think a lot of people who are um, stands of Bo Burnham don't have um, meaningful opinions. So who cares? Yeah. I mean, I think it was. I don't think anyone could have made something completely by themselves any better. Like, I think it was good by that standard. But I mean, it's like a weird restriction to put on yourself. It, yeah, it was self-imposed. So. Also, that's, that's that, on him. That problematic song was stupid. It was so stupid. It was so dumb. Dressing up, there's nothing wrong with dressing up as Aladdin. There's he a, could have been like, I did blackface. Like, say something really bad and then own it. I mean, he's, he's done things that are, like, pretty problematic. Like, he, like, tricked a, a room full of people into saying the N-word. Okay, so why didn't he just say that? Well, because it needed to be something that wasn't that problematic. So yeah, so that's the whole him. point was that the song was stupid because he yeah. can't even own up to being problematic. Literally. Here's Which I guess your... is like a... 
I don't even want to get into this because he he can be like, haha, that was my idea all along that I'm I'm not even that problematic, exactly. and as a white guy, you're gonna let me get away with it, blah exactly. blah blah. I'm like, shut the fuck up. Like dressing up as Aladdin with brown face. Uh, okay, that deserves an apology, but I wouldn't even say that's. But he's he that's made like, it that clear been... that he didn't do brown face. Yeah. So then it's just like, what do you want me to say? Yeah. Also, calling that problematic makes everyone look bad. It makes yeah. everyone who's ever called anyone out for anything look bad because it's like, oh, well, you you think that's problematic, so. Maybe that was the whole point then genuinely. Maybe he's like, everyone who says you're problematic is a joke. And Maybe. now I'm That's the kind of now I'm said. the authority as a white guy to say that. That's the thing with like Bo Burnham and Bo I don't think this is the thing with him. Well, the thing with him is that he's so like self introspective that like anything he does he rags on himself for, which he did in that um the reaction video thing. But oh, then right. it makes him safe. And it makes anything yeah. he does, oh, well, it has so many layers of irony that he didn't mean this. He meant yeah. this. It's like, okay, well, he said this. So I'm going to interpret it for face value. And like, exactly. So there's so many different, it makes him uncriticizable, which is honestly something that I find myself doing. If I say something that I find like kind of problematic in the caption, I'll be like, oh, well, also this. And, right. and I'm just like, no, you can't call me out. <laughs> and, and in the first place, it wasn't even anything wildly problematic in the first place. So it's like, shut the fuck up. Now you just sound annoying. Yeah. Now you're exposing yourself as the chronically online person you are. But he's been doing this for so long that you can't even start. The thing is, I found he only did that with Inside. With his other work, I don't think he did that so much. Is but that... I mean, in his interviews, right? Isn't he that yeah. type of person? Yeah, but I feel like in interviews, you're a more genuine person. Like, that's that's your, like, okay, now this. But then to insert that into the special is just so... Um... I'm not trying to psychoanalyze Bo Burnham. That song sucked. Yeah, it did suck. <laughs> it did suck. Whatever layers of irony and self-introspection you... Whatever we're planning... Yeah. Um, failed. Yeah. That's like, and then also that like honestly worries me for his his material in the future. I'm like, are you just gonna try not to be offensive? Because the second you try not to be offensive, oh my god, that's like how it's always sunny. I was watching one of the more recent episodes, and they I don't even know if I want to get into this, but they were showing there it was a clip episode that from previous episodes, previous seasons, and they bleeped a word that is considered offensive. But they said it originally, so just own up to your past yeah. saying it or don't re-air it. Yeah. Right? Isn't that what um old cartoons do? That when they have like a racist caricature or something, they just put a disclaimer in the beginning and they're like, this, yeah, this scene is okay. Yeah, that's what Warner Brothers does. Yeah. It's not saying it, it's okay if you're, if you as a company feel like you, you've changed your values or if yeah. you, have, you as a writing group thing is a group of writers have realized that that's not who you are and you want to move past it why re-air that clip what's annoying about it's always sunny doing that is because they've been intentionally offensive from the beginning the first episode is the gang gets racist exactly and what what makes it funny is not oh oh they're being racist that's so funny it's look at these fucking idiots right because they never win literally they're supposed to be problematic people and you laugh at not not only their misfortune you know you're not laughing with them you're laughing at them yeah you're laughing at their stupid values one of the characters is literally illiterate and one of them is literally a rapist yeah, and one of them is literally just buried so deep into the closet. One of the, two of them have done blackface. Exactly. <laughs> like, and, and more than once. And Frank's whole thing is that he is completely, what's the word? Like, um, not old. He has dementia. Not um, just dementia, but he's like super like stuck in the 60s. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and like, and that's what makes it funny is because they have these old values and now they're existing. And and these types and of And it's funny exist. because they tried to make that switch like clean like. Um, Out of nowhere. 
they yeah out of nowhere because they had that one episode with mindy calling where it's like the gang makes patty's great again and uh-huh. it was like haha got you we're not really gonna change we're still exactly. gonna be assholes so it was like okay cool but not really like they did change yeah. which is fine like if they want to change their values they want to change their comedy strategies it's fine but like but it was funnier it was funnier it was funnier and don't be ashamed of your past because it worked exactly. for a reason exactly and I'm not saying, and I, I don't mean this in a way where, like, oh, people should be able to be offensive, but I think there's such a thin line between, like, satire, things that are, like, abhorrently bad, and things that are, like, kind of towing the line. And I feel like if it is funny, one, like, look at what you're laughing at if it's so offensive, and if it's, if it's, if you're laughing at, like, the, like, what we just talked about with this, It's Always Sunny, then it, it should be able to stay. What am I, I'm not, I'm not saying anything new here, but, um... <laughs> I don't know. I just, I just, if that's what they want to do, that's what they want to do. But there was nothing wrong with her comedy. When D dresses up as a, what is it, a Dominican reporter? <laughs> yeah. You are not, like, what you're laughing at is, oh my God, she's doing this. It's, why did I have like a Midwestern, oh my God. Oh my God. But it's the same thing as Robert Downey Jr.'s character. And uh, people could clearly say, well, you can't, you can't speak for anyone. You're like a white passing, passing whatever, whatever. But, yeah, I kind of can. I mean, I, I exist within society. You exist within society, and you're a person who watched this show and thought it was funny. Exactly. And if and I know, can... and it's not like It's Always Sunny is the first TV show to make to toe that line. We have South Park. We have Family exactly. Guy. Exactly. Like... And like people can have empathy. I can apply this to my own and be like, well, you know what? There's give and take in comedy. My like excuse for everything is Theo Vaughn, who is one of my favorite comedians. He's friends with my boyfriend. He, in his special at the end, says, No big deal. <laughs> I don't mean this in a name-droppy way. I mean this no, in a way no. where I truly hold no animosity toward this person. And um, he says at the end of his special, Oh, by the way, fuck Persians. Get out of here. No one likes y'all. Whatever. And when I heard that, I was like, Oh my God, that's so uncalled for. And then I'm like, Mm, like, like how many how many people have I like at their like being made fun of have I laughed at I'm like okay this is like the give and take of comedy whatever right and then like a few weeks ago Brian comes up to him and goes you know my girlfriend's Persian she's sitting right there I might have talked about this on here I don't know but he was nice to you when you guys talked right no he was just like laughing about it yeah he like, he's like oh really he's like haha I don't give a shit I, I yeah. told him I'm a huge fan well no I know that I know I was asking his reaction to you oh he didn't give a shit exactly obviously it was a joke exactly like, that's if, the whole point I think the extent to his prejudice goes if he sees a white BMW <laughs> cut him off he'll speed up see who it is and says that checks out he might stay which, away from it, Westwood. Which is, in, you know, living in L.A. so valid. Valid. Completely <laughs> valid. I do it myself. <laughs> My mom, when I'm going to the, like, Persian grocery store, she says, be careful when you're driving. Because they drive like <laughs> maniacs. Like, uh, so then when other people are, like, wildly offended by things, I'm like, and it's funny your that pussy the, up. That the people Christ. who get wildly offended at the smallest things, and I'm not talking about big things, like, Things the second, where there's a line. There is a line. Exactly. There's a line. And if you don't know where the line is, then and you're getting wildly offended, then you're probably getting wildly offended for the wrong reasons. Yeah. Like, if you're on your, you know, high horse, I've often found that it's to hide other yeah. indiscretions. Yep. Yep. And we <laughs> saw this really recently with the way one of our friends was being treated. Yeah. Oh, my God. I found that the people who, who virtue signal the most 
are genuinely going to be the worst truly people. Truly hateful people and truly racist people. Our friend, oh my god, our friend recently, I'm not even going to get into this because he's going to be mad at us. Because he listens. But don't say a name. Our friend recently moved out of the state and joined a new friend group and they have just been treating him like absolute shit. Mm-hmm. And he's he's funny because he is a really nice person. He's He's an asshole, but he's also very nice. And it, what's crazy to me is they're not treating him like shit because he's an asshole because I know he, he can be a jerk. Mm-hmm. He hasn't even showed them that side of him yet. So that's how I fucking know yeah. it's because of his race. Yeah. But it's no so one, true because because they their whole friend group organizes for equality. Like they've had – he's shown us like their GoFundMes, their whatevers. But they treat him for like shit for no good reason. Yeah. He's been nothing but nice to them, and I genuinely believe him when he says that. So hearing the shit that they that they put him through, I'm like, no, that's yeah. not how you treat someone if those are your values. Or, if, you know, in quotation marks, those are your values. Mm-hmm. It's just like that one guy that you were talking about that's, like, all virtue signally, and then he was, like, talking over a black woman talking about, like, oppression and racism, and yeah. he was just, like, a white gay guy, and he just, like, literally thought that that was, like, well, I'm gay, so I can... <laughs> What's worse was like whenever people need to like if you're white or white passing or whatever and you you're not if you're mixed in any way and you as a mixed person if you can't just say like black and white I'm this or that Mm -hmm. if you're if it's more complicated than that that's totally fine but don't pull out percentages just to talk over people exactly and that's what he was doing like he told he spun this long tale about oh from his grandmother's side this this that he's indigenous i'm like yeah i'm I'm pretty sure from my side i could probably find that too but what i know is i'm mexican like i mm-hmm. don't really need to get into further detail to talk about being mexican but the fact that he had to spin this tale just to talk over us yeah I'm like, all right, dude, there's something weird about your story. Mm-hmm. And there's another uh, person that I'm not even going to and get is- into any detail who did this, who was like, oh, well, I'm half white and half uh, like three different nationalities. And only one of them was like, oh, yeah, a I person of color. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, girl, shut Literally. the fuck up. <laughs> Yeah. And then those people give, like, genuinely, like... Oh, and then she called herself Latina. (laughs) Yeah. And, like, those people give, like, genuinely, like, ethnically or racially ambiguous people, like, a bad name. So then when those people are like, no, I'm genuinely not perceived that way, (laughs) it's just like, okay, well, this bitch did this. Also, the guy you were talking about was also publicly canceled for something. Oh, yeah. To give any, like... He was publicly canceled for, I think, being misogynist, but in a in a leftist way. Yeah. Oh, you can be misogynist if you're leftist in a woke way. You can, like, spin it. You can yeah, spin you can, pretty much anything. You can spin anything. You can, yeah. It's all like, about can, branding, baby. You can tell Candace Owens that she deserves to get raped just because she's Candace Owens. Literally. I don't understand people like that. Like I don't either. Because that's, that's how you know they don't have values. That's true. Like, anyone who says people... Well, like, okay, I'll say, I'm going to say his name. Bobby Lee can fucking die. <laughs> Bobby Lee can die because he's a pedophile. But you won't then say some, like, Asian racist Exactly. Of, that's, you know? that's exactly it. That's like, I. this is my value. This is my line in the sand. It's not because we have different political values. It's because he raped a 13-year-old in Mexico. Yeah. And I don't think this is any hot take. So then when people disagree with it, I'm like, mm, what the fuck? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it's like Candace Owens is a bitch and she said some horrible things, but that's it. That's that's the that's all I'm going to say about her. Yeah. But when people cross that line and say, I think XYZ 
horrible things should happen to her because we have a difference in opinion. It's like, mm-hmm. no, you don't have a difference in opinion. Yeah. It seems like your values actually quite align because you just, you want, you want this woman to be violated because she doesn't think the same as you. I know it's really hot right now. It's the fine. AC's on. I, honestly, I'm wearing a really uh, pale dress and I'm just so worried that it's dry. Like, you know, it's one of those fabrics that once it gets wet, it turns darker. Oh, <laughs> So shit. in my head, I'm like, I just feel like it's 10 shades darker. It's not. It's okay. Not. <laughs> I'm literally just paranoid about that. No, it's not. Plus, I mean, like once we go outside, it's so hot. The sun will just like dry it up. That's so true um yeah christian walker yeah exactly and i haven't you know what the other thing like i haven't heard anyone tell him he should die or he should ha- be honor killed no honor killed it's a random but like any anything it's like a woman thing i do think it's a woman thing that makes sense honestly look at any any group that disagrees with a woman for her views and see how they treat her yeah I want to run into Christian Walker on this I know. show so bad and tell him what a huge fan I am. I think he would love that. Yeah. I think he would love that because he's he's not one of those aggressive you know what I Republicans think? that that sees right through the irony and is like, you're just making fun of me. No, he'd get it. He'd be <laughs> exactly. like, no, I know why you like me. But you know what I think? I think that if enough people um, who aren't Republicans, who are fans of his, if he sees his fan base growing in the other direction, he's going to like reverse John Early that shit and then become a um just like go to the left i truly think that you think i, I don't think, think he's should... gonna make leftist content i don't think no, he's because make leftist content. i was gonna say why the I think fuck would be... you ever make leftist content when you have the horrible content creators we have now <laughs> no literally i think he'd if anything just like i think he'd start saying things like daddy biden like unironically you think? i think maybe i think you know what i i love about him is i see you see soul. a lot of yeah you see I a lot see, of potential in him i see an attention whore through and through i see he's a trisha he's he's an andy kaufman i think we talked about this last. every time i say something I'm like i think we talked about we this did talk time. about it but it's hard to remember which one it got published because so many had to get scrapped so we did yeah. talk about it but Plus, i think i've never had an original thought in my brain so i'm like this came from somewhere <laughs> same but yeah I have a really bad TikTok addiction that I need to be. Oh, something I wanted to talk about. I don't remember the context or or how I'm going to spin this, but I'm going to start talking and hope it lands me somewhere. <laughs> was the fact that TikTok seemed Oh, right. It had to do with um we were talking about a uh, a couple cases that happened with um girls who had something traumatic happen to them and then, you know, it was revealed years later. And one of these cases I found out through uh social media but my what I wanted to talk about was we get all of our information from TikTok. We just see one person make one video about it and just believe it at face value. We don't think about their credentials. We don't think about whatever. It's like there was a woman talking about unless someone makes a stitch and is like, this person's dead wrong. Don't listen yeah. to them. Listen to me. And now you're like, OK, well, who should I believe? But you don't exit TikTok, go on your browser and search this thing and do your own research, blah, 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 whatever. Like. There's two examples I can think of off the top of my head based on my For You page. There's a lady going on Crazy Days and Nights, which is a, a celebrity gossip website where there's blind items. The legitimacy of these blind items is who can who knows. Um, and then there was another girl talking about different syndromes of uh, tourism. And she was talking about Paris oh, syndrome and that. India syndrome. And her Paris syndrome video was totally racist. Uh-huh. She was like infantilizing Japanese people because she tried to explain that they romanticized Paris and once they saw trash on the street they fainted uh-huh. and then a Japanese woman was like no it's because they're racist against Asians uh-huh. um, and it made me think like all these commenters and all these people experiencing both of these different types of things 
don't bother to go out and just look it up themselves. <laughs> I've heard of Paris syndrome outside of her video, and it she did, like, exoticize it a lot. Oh, yeah. It was literally just, like, it's not even, like, exclusive to Japanese people. It's just really common in Japan. Yeah. Which, like, every... every and the country- way she tried to say, trust me, like, oh, uh, the Eiffel Tower is on every bakery like she went to japan she went to every bakery and she's back here to report to you tiktok audience and you don't need to go fact check her on that trust me i was disappointed when i went to paris i was like this is it (laughs) i was like so they've got a fucking cell phone tower in the middle of their city (laughs) who gives a shit (laughs) wait so random i'm literally i get i'm i have the entertainment values of a 12 year old boy did you are you caught up on rick and morty yes <laughs> I wait i might not have seen what day is it today it's wednesday i didn't see yesterday okay so i'm not gonna talk about it okay um but yeah so that's a that's the funny thing it's like people don't people don't just like you you've been to paris so you can be like yeah okay well, like no i i the first time i heard paris syndrome i was like no i get what this is and then this bitch goes and she's like it's and the way her cadence and the way she talked was like she was the know-it-all. Yeah. I think the first video I saw did mention, like, this is common in Japan. But they weren't, like, like look at these silly Japanese people thinking <laughs> what Paris is. Like, which this girl did. And she honestly, like, I feel like the other videos she made about it were to backpedal. You know what? How you know it is? Because the next two videos were about white people, specifically. She did the Jerusalem um, syndrome and she did the India syndrome. I didn't even bother to watch them because she was she annoyed me. Already. Whatever you're guessing is true. I already knew about she... Paris syndrome. Like I already knew about it, same as you. But that's why she's making up these new ones so that and, she can backpedal on right. like, the weird things she said. And then I saw people. right, and then I saw her video, and then I saw someone stitch it and be like, "You're no, you're just <laughs> French people are racist. What's new?" <laughs> um, and it just made me think like. And the crazy days and nights, that's to- totally random. But it just makes me think how blindly people believe things. And that's any part of the internet. But when you have someone take a video of themselves and position themselves as a authority figure. Yeah. Even if they're a lame, loud, gummy-mouthed person. <laughs> I'm not calling any of these people gummy-mouthed. I'm just making a generalization. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's so funny to me because I did – I. I'm obsessed with internet drama. Uh, that's one of my weird special interests. And mm-hmm. I will go down fucking rabbit holes. And the weird niche shit I know about is suddenly appearing on TikTok. And I'm like, I'm like, viewing these people who don't know half as much as I do talk about this stuff. And yeah. I'm like, you have no fucking clue what you're talking about. <laughs> and you have thousands of likes. But I can't be bothered to like stitch or comment and be like you're a fucking idiot you know blah 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 the amount of times you've had to explain things i think the first one was the dasha and the witten girl oh, yeah. because i followed i followed anna and dasha on twitter but i didn't know about their podcast so you were telling me about like red scare and i was like oh, they have a podcast and then you're like how did you not know i didn't know i was just i honestly had recently unfollowed them too because i was like these bitches are too annoying i yeah. think they're friends so i'm just gonna do the both of them and um yeah, I, I recently started listening to it. I tried to, and then I noticed that really boring. it was just making me feel bad about like being chubby, and I just I never listen to it. I never listened to to more than that one episode with that annoying person we were talking about, yeah, and some other random episode. And I just find them annoying, and I didn't get in far yeah. enough to hear the skinny shaming or the fat shaming. But I totally believe it because one of them has an eating disorder Twitter. So yeah. Oh, <laughs> on the topic of like this, honestly, made me log off TikTok for the day. I someone made a video and it was like, 
um, is anyone else too fat to listen to Red Scare? And I commented, that's the only reason I, I couldn't get through it. And someone goes, so you could excuse the racism and transphobia? Oh and my was, god. Two people said that and I deleted my comment because I did not want to have to sit there and be like, motherfucker, I just said I only listened to a few episodes or I said I couldn't get through it. So obviously, obviously you don't know what the fuck else they're talking about. <laughs> and also, I'm really sorry if I'm flashing you. You're not flashing okay, me. You were flashing me way more the other time. <laughs> <laughs> i'm really sorry no you're good you're good i don't give a shit um but uh i was gonna say i'm so sorry oh yeah no, no no but it goes it goes to the whole like i mean i've never listened to to anything that gave me the idea that they were racist or transphobic i forgot well, the whole point the was that you thing. didn't get through it that no, you didn't then, listen to them. Yeah, but what I'm thinking is, like, sometimes people will say anything that could be, like, a little bit perceived a certain way automatically is that ism or, like, phobic or whatever. Where, like, if you say something that's, like, a little bit inclu- exclusionary, oh, suddenly it's this, I... this, and this. And I see it a lot in the comments where someone will say, I get what you mean, but I feel like this could be taken as you're saying this sad eyes emoji or, like, kitty eye emoji. And I'm just like, motherfucker, if you got it and you think it could be perceived that, what is everyone supposed to say a bunch of qual? And I think this is what leads people to act the way Bob Burnham does, to act the way that, like, when I leave my comments and I'm just like, oh, by the way, I didn't mean this, I didn't mean this. It's because people literally say, I think this could be perceived this way. Could you maybe make the distinction that you're not a violently <laughs> hateful person? And it's like, you should kill yourself. You don't know nuance. Exactly. You don't know nuance and you should not be on the internet. It's like a sauna. It's that one. I know, right? It's so hot. It's that one, um, that one TikTok audio. It's like, oh, I hate that. But I accept it as part of the internet, yeah. which is something you'll all have to do often. And I know what's annoying is the fact that it's like, I know it's children, but because they're in like a, I, a I, anonymous account, you assume they're like at least at the age of like, like maybe like 16, at least able to form their own co- coherent thoughts. But when I was 16, I was a monster too. Well, what's, what sucks about that, and I'm, I don't think I liked it, which I fucking am mad at myself. What sucks about that is that they have influence. Yeah. Um, okay, so I'm really mad that I didn't like it because I saw a really good video and a stitch. I may have sent it to you. I don't remember if I did. No, I don't think I did. It was something about that there has been a culture bred that people aren't allowed to like not like things for the sake of not liking it. And they need to intellectualize the way they hate right. it. Right. And I, I think that's true in one way, but it's also true. It's just... It's just as simple as, like, I don't like you, so I'm going to find any way to ruin you. Not yeah. even an intellectual way. Like, I'm just going to make shit up. Yeah. And that's where the, I think you yelled many in this way, but I didn't yeah. clarify. Like, that's where that comes in. Because no. that's already planting the seed of doubt. Yeah. And I see that in, like, so many, like, obviously in Glam Demon that happened where it's, like, right. this could be perceived as whatever. I saw it in a... Uh, Mina, the rad femme girl. Right. That you just call her a turf when she said a million times, I am not. Right. I've seen it in Ivy, duh. Just like, like, if you're not, said, if you're not happy with this content and you, it makes you feel a certain way, the glory about TikTok is it has this feature where it's called endless scroll. And if you move your finger just a little bit, <laughs> you don't have to see it anymore. Exactly. Or I'll do you one better. If you click and hold, you can say not interested, or this is the final straw. You can go to that person's profile and block them. It doesn't have to be any good reason other than that they annoy you. I have a block list full of dumbass accounts that I just can't stand to look at I, for no I good reason. Anonymous accounts that leave comments I don't like. Yeah, as you should. 
Yeah. What's the, the point of the internet is that it is not a democracy. <laughs> it is an anarchist free zone. Yeah. And each website has their terms and services. And as long as you're abiding to those terms and services and not being an asshole, not being a fucking, you know, abusing it. Yeah. Then you're free to say whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. I honestly, I'll take it a step further. I think some of the people saying these, like, on uh, ridiculously uh, chronically online takes and, like, commenting stupid things and trying to, like, quote, cancel um, other people, I think they're trolls. I think sometimes they're far-right trolls. I think sometimes they're just, like, regular trolls that want to see the world burn. But I think a lot of them aren't genuine. But then I think from that ingenuineness spawns people who think, oh, this is the way I'm supposed to think. Yeah, exactly. I was just about to say, it's funny how easily people fall into that trap. The amount of times I've seen... It's like QAnon. Yeah. No, it is. It's literally QAnon. <laughs> and, like, it's just... It just needs, like... Give it a few years, it will become that. Yeah. Because even people on the left fall for their stupid people in Hollywood eat babies things. <laughs> or that fucking restaurant in Hollywood serves... The restaurant in Hollywood. They made a, someone made a TikTok of this, like, novelty <laughs> restaurant in LA that sells, like, human meat and, like, baby legs and stuff like that. And it's, like, chicken. Um, or pork, I've heard that, is closer to the taste of human meat. Um, I've never been to this place. but then I'm people... sure if you ask and you have dietary restrictions, they'll disclose to you what the exactly. meat is made out of. And I saw people in the comments being like, Hollywood is a dark place. And like, like this Let's is what listen, happens when I, you go... Holly, I do dislike Hollywood. Hollywood gives me bad vibes. but it's I have just because a... there's trash everywhere. It's literally just because it's trash. Like, it's, it's a very dirty city. It is. But it's fun. I literally, the other, a few weeks ago, I was getting dropped off at my boyfriend's show, which was in Hollywood, and I got stro- I got dropped off at the wrong street because I, the Uber driver was making me nervous. I complimented his Hawaiian shirt because I've been wanting to get into Hawaiian shirts, and he started telling me about how he gambled his life away, and I was oh, like, God, oh, man, no. shit, shit, shit. And then he just got super dark with it, and I, I was like, this is it. Let me out. And I saw a goat on the street. There was just a group of people with a goat on the street. And I got so excited. I was like, oh, my God. A goat. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that story turned so for the better. So someone could be, if I could have filmed that and posted it on TikTok, and someone would be like, that's a beast. Six, six, six. Baphomet roams the streets. Like that. Like, like, like. No, they're no different than those people who uh, have the megaphone and are reading the Bible. Literally. And then what's crazy, I think, especially existing in someone who, I mean, now I want to get into the entertainment industry, but most of the time that I lived in L.A., I was just going to school so to see people like assume that that's what the whole thing is like i'm just like that's like there's regular people living here yeah mostly mostly it's regular mostly people. regular people i mean it's mostly regular people who are also trying to be actors right but so we're all losers exactly exactly <laughs> we're on the same like love playing yeah. field i can tell you where all the influencers live they live all in the same apartment building in hollywood really yeah that's where jeff lives Really? I don't fucking remember what street, but I know I if I'll know it if I see oh, it. Oh, you know what? I think Sarah used to live nearby it because like four five years ago she used to see all, a bunch of binders. They all there. live in the same building. I don't TikTokers. know how they I don't know how they can stand each other. Yeah, Jesus Christ! <laughs> I'd go fucking crazy. I think we should make um, a house full of just cool gals who just want to hang out. <laughs> cool we cats. Hate each other by the next. I'd hate everyone by the next. I would time. hate everyone. Normalize not liking dogs. Normalize not liking dogs because when people who are crazy about dogs make those weird ass comments, we're like, if my dog doesn't like you, I don't trust you. Like, maybe your dog's an asshole. Yeah, maybe some people just don't like dogs. I live with a dog. My boyfriend has a dog. I love his dog. I hate him sometimes. If he like poops outside and I'm looking at the poop, I'm like, God, I fucking hate living with a dog. Yeah. But then like today I was like cuddling him and stuff, and they're just dogs cute. are cute. 
if um, I don't have to deal with it. Exactly. If I'm walking down the street and I see a particularly cute dog, I will be like, hey, can I pet your dog? Cute. Yeah. Bye. I won't touch the dog. I don't like, I don't like the smell they leave on my hands. Oh, yeah, that's true. Well, I carry hand sanitizer. I, I just keep smelling my hand the whole day after I touch a dog. I need to wash my hands after oh, really? I touch a dog. Oh, really? Even if you use hand sanitizer? Yeah, even, oh, if, okay. it's, even if it's indeed. Oh, really? Well, okay, Indy is particularly... Okay, so he her dog... Her, he's particularly stinky. Yeah. But sometimes I have to wash my hands two, three times. But it's weird. So something them. that we both notice is I think dog people don't notice dog smell because you and me are like, ugh, it smells like dog. Yeah. And then they'll be like, no, what? I don't smell anything. Like he smells like puppy. I mean, yeah, it smells like dog, but dog smells good. Or like people that t- smell their dog's Frito... Oh, the AC finally hit. Oh, nice. um, their dog's Frito paws. I'm like, mm, you shouldn't deserve to live. <laughs> Wait, how do you feel about cats? Because I can smell my cat. Because my cat smells I've good. never smelled a cat. My parents don't like cat smell. My parents hate cats and they, they think cats smell weird, but I don't smell cats. I, I love cats. Um, I, I literally pick up my cat and I just... I don't smell his paws because yeah, that's weird, but it's like... It's like smelling someone's shoes. Fucking pervert. I know, right? Like smelling someone's feet. No, but he just smells really good. Like he just smells like kitty. I used to smell my bird. I used to love the smell of my bird. I, I think that's just, okay. Maybe you wouldn't like cat then. I think that's just like the animal you feel connected to. Like yeah. you're gonna love the smell of it. Oh that's, my god, that's so crazy. Maybe right. we have like our brains are attuned to liking them. And it's so funny because my cat went to the vet yesterday, and when he when he got home, I picked him up and I smelled him, and he smelled like latex. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and they gave him anti anxiety meds. That's so cute. I think Indy needs doggies. I'm like, I don't know why, because he's a very chill cat. Like yeah. our other cat definitely needs it. So. So. Maybe this is big, big pharma. And they're like, no one gives a shit if your dog becomes a heroin addict. Well, I'll, I'll try it. Then I'll take it in his honor. <laughs> <laughs> um, God, thank God for that AC. It's so fucking hot in here. I know. I'm literally dying. I'm like, my scalp is sweating. Oh, shit. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, I think that's just like, you know, you have what you like. Because I've never smelled a bird. I don't yeah. know if they smell good or not. Should we take a break and go to Starbucks? Oh, dude, that sounds so good. Yes. Okay, sweet. <laughs> all right we're back we had to go to starbucks because <laughs> it was it got really way hot. too hot i was my stomach gurgled and i'm not gonna get into it sarah got all the poop updates but <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah lauren you had diarrhea for a couple days huh? yeah i had i was suffering from diarrhea disease <laughs> <laughs> from poopy butthole syndrome <laughs> yeah exactly um no literally poopy butthole syndrome for like two and a half days straight and i was fucking dying and every gurgle was like i'm gonna shit myself oh was this like your first gurgle that was just like a regular one it was like my like my first normal gurgle oh, i was like man, oh dude. wow where did you get this pokey from it's a pokey place i've been to before oh shit so you now i'm like i can never stuff. fucking go there again yeah it's in um hollywood i think it's hard with um pokey okay because oh i need to set the uh timer um, because when you get, like, the hot rice, and then the raw fish sits on top of the hot rice, and you, like, bring it from the co- pokey place to, like, your house, I just think about all the worms that are activating in my salmon. Oh, my God, that's so true, and I only order salmon. Did you take it home? Yeah. I usually do. I usually never have a problem, like, from transporting it yeah. to home. I guess it happens, like, one in every... Yeah. Yeah. So now I'm like, I'm never ordering it on rice again. <laughs> just, I mean, like, if you're going to order it on rice, just eat it there. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah. Yeah, on it, I was, like, so shook because I feel like it started, the symptoms started the day I ate it. Because as oh. soon as I finished eating it, I was fatigued. Like, I wasn't Shit, sleepy. I was, like, full body. You like, probably had one of those worms that they put in I the, think, uh... no, literally. And I was like, ooh, skinny. I only <laughs> lost, like, two pounds. <laughs> I was shitting, I was shitting 
straight liquid for two and a half days straight and i hadn't eaten any eaten anything other than the pokey so the pokey made me sick and then for the two days i was sick i barely ate anything have you been rehydrating yeah dude like that's why i only got so we went to starbucks and i just got a plain tea um because i'm just fucking i feel like a a kid in brazil with the life expectancy of like two days like once you get diarrhea you're done (laughs) that's it for you consumption (laughs) no no it was just like um it was just diarrhea like um consumption is tuberculosis oh i thought (laughs) consumption was the poopy one that made everyone die no that's um ship uh dysentery dysentery yeah (laughs) didn't um what's his face have it uh andrew jackson probably and he was pooping on his horse that's funny but it was like because i hadn't eaten anything it was like it was nothing like i was pooping nothing oh, man you were just like pissing out of your ass yeah it was like it what wasn't did it pain look like clear mostly <gasps> clear yeah i didn't even know you could poop clear oh my god oh my god so so like that's every scary. tiny little thing i was able to eat mm-hmm. would come out like i could tell that it was like passing through yeah. me but it was mostly clear. Dude, your butthole must be so clean. My... If you ever wanted to do anal, now is the time. <laughs> you just got like a natural enema. I know, right? A natural colonic. <laughs> um, no, because my actual butthole is probably so inflamed right now. It looks like a wrestler's ear. No, literally. It's I have I don't want to look at it. It's probably I know it's inflamed raw. I just put hemorrhoid <laughs> cream on it for the first time in three days. Oh man. But yeah, that was the worst. And then um so my mom came to rescue me because I was I was like no, I was convincing myself I wasn't sick. I'm like, it's fine, it's fine. She's like, you need to go to the doctor. I'm like, no, I'm fine. <laughs> so she drove to LA, picked me up, took me home, and <laughs> how did you last that car ride? I know, right? She was driving really slow, so uh-huh. I was like, every other second, I was like, <gasps> <laughs> like I don't know if I wanted to vomit or shit myself. Um, but as soon as I got home, I crawled into bed, and like in the middle of the night. She's taking my temperature, and I woke up like, <laughs> she's like, you have a fever, which I did it. It was like 99, which I don't think counts. No. Um, and I was like, okay. And she's like, here, take this, and hands me three Tylenol. And I take it and immediately throw up everywhere. <gasps> like the fucking exorcist. Shit, dude. Like all over my, oh my God, this is so funny. All over my bed. And I'm like, because as soon as I was like, mom, I'm going to throw up. She's like, wait. And she like runs to get me a bucket. And as soon as I see her back turn, I'm like, Bleh. So I'm like sitting there staring at my vomit and I'm like, oh shit. And then I move out of the way and she's like, like gathering all my sheets and I'm like, my stizzy. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot my stizzy was like hidden under my pillow. And I was like, she's going to get so mad at me or she's going to wash my stizzy. Both are bad outcomes. (laughs) So I was just like, like hunched over in defeat. And as soon as she turned her back with like the bunched up sheets, I hear like a little thing like Doop. and it was my stizzy going to the side of the bed she didn't see it and i immediately grabbed it and threw it in my purse i was like <gasps> <laughs> i was like whatever like i know i just threw up and this is my reward that honestly sounds so like like scary like just like throwing up in in the wild like in your bed as an adult is like the worst feeling in the world i've done it way more times than i'm do you throw proud. up a lot when you're sick um yeah i do mm-hmm. So I was very not like on top of being a poopy butthole girl. I was very nauseous, uh-huh. but I this was the only time I threw up. Yeah, because I think it was the Tylenol because oh, I hadn't eaten anything. My t- yeah. my stomach, my tummy, my tummy was completely empty. Yeah. So it was like, you know, take this on a completely empty stomach. 
throw up was bound to happen. Yeah. Which is funny. I threw up anything at all. So I was like, what is that? Because the whole... Oh, was it just like powdery white shit? Was it was it just... just like it was pink. Ooh. I don't even know. It's what probably th- blood. Oh. Ugh. It was pink, but it was yucky. Um, I, I survived off of Gatorade, water... My mom made me chicken soup, but I could only drink the broth. Like, every time I tried to have, like, a little bit of chicken or a little bit of uh-huh. veggies, I would shit it out. Damn. Um, Hawaiian rolls when I felt better. Uh-huh. And applesauce. Oh, my God. Applesauce saved my fucking life because it was, like, I think there's, like, that's, like, the diet. Like, you're only supposed to eat applesauce, bananas, rice, and toast. Yeah, there's, like, an acronym for it. Right. But I didn't want any of that other, other shit. I literally just wanted applesauce. And every time I had it, I could only eat the tiniest bit. I was, like... <laughs> oh my god like I, I was fucking dying and then i told you this um uh the last night of me being sick or one of the the second to last nights of me being sick i was sleeping downstairs because it was cooler and at like midnight i woke up in my bed and i was like what the, how did i get here did you ask your mom I, I just told her the story and she was like, huh, that's weird. So I don't, I really don't think anyone would have moved me. You were probably delirious and just like walked there. I think I did because I woke up because my room was so hot and so uh-huh. uncomfortable and I was like, why am I here? <laughs> and then <clears throat> um, I have a touch lamp and it kept going on and off and I was like, ghosts, leave me alone. Can't you see <laughs> I'm dying? not the time. <laughs> I, I, I like i would shout at it and then it would turn off and then it would turn back on again oh my god that crack um yeah um almost died of dysentery and olden time disease i don't even what is i don't even know what it is i just know i heard about it from drug history i think it's just something that like maybe attacks your intestines i don't know but dysentery sounds so much better than than poopy butthole syndrome but honestly i feel like what i poopy butthole syndrome really like captures what i had because that's what it was if you had that and it was like a little bit worse and you were like in old timey times where they didn't have gatorade you probably might have died no that's how i'm like being dead serious that's how children in most third world countries die because that's how you lose um hydration wow so if your diarrhea have access to water on top of that right you're dead as a baby that's so sad yeah and it happens in um like kittens die from that too Mm -hmm. not people yeah (laughs) but no seriously like if i didn't have electrolytes or anything like yeah you can die from diarrhea that's so scary i know that's why it's called diarrhea someone should make a horror movie about that and call it diarrhea based off of my story (laughs) my brave story (laughs) um yeah the the gatorade definitely saved my life and now i'm like I want to stock up on it in my home because I'm like, you've done so much for me. (laughs) (laughs) Like, anytime I'm feeling a little icky, I'm just like, I just need my Gatorade. (laughs) You're, like, giving back. Um, What's your favorite flavor? Of Gatorade? Ooh, okay, you know what? I like clear. Clear used to be my favorite, but then I found out it was cherry, and that makes me like it less. But I think I like blue. Blue is the best one. Yeah, light blue. Okay, I thought I liked dark blue, and then I specifically requested dark blue, and uh-huh. they gave me light blue, but I think they taste the same. I don't like it's the... Not li- it's not... It wasn't light, light blue, like like almost clear blue. Uh-huh. So maybe they are the same. Maybe I'm just tripping. There's a light blue, and it's like neon blue, and there's like a dark blue that's almost purple. Oh, not the dark blue that's almost purple. Oh, okay. There's like a true blue yeah. that I... 
I thought, I think the blue I had was that one. Yeah. Because the, the dark blue one, I don't remember what it tastes like because I haven't had it since I was a kid. The purple, the purplish one tastes weird. Yeah. It looks like lake water. I think yeah. it might be purple. I'm not sure. But I remember throwing a hissy fit because I was like, I want it dark blue. <laughs> <laughs> um, But lemon is also good, but blue is definitely rain supreme. I literally chugged one on the way here. I've seen one that's like turquoise that I want to try. It's like green blue. The uh, green one, the light green one is good. It's like, it's like, it literally, it really looks like lake water. It's like turquoise. I think it might be cucumber. Yeah, that's the one. It's oh, cucumber it's and lime. Ooh. It's really good. Mm. Very refreshing. Red is an obvious choice. Yeah. I like the clear one. I just don't like the idea of it being cherry. I, I wish never knew mystery. that, that like, why would you make clear cherry? Why wouldn't you just make it know. a different shade of red? I thought it was like airheads, like the. Oh, the mystery flavor? Yeah. You know, I don't think I've ever had clear gatorade you should try it it's good do you like monsters you know what i do i like do you Red like, Bull too do you like the white one because i feel like everyone loves the green one and the blue one. Oh, okay i was gonna say i feel like every girl loves the white i've never had that maybe i should try it, it tastes like sugar like straight up sugar Ooh, yeah. i um i can't really drink energy drinks that much anymore because i drank a shit ton of them one week for finals and now every time i have one they make me want to throw up I just remembered that I need to stock up for tomorrow because I think I'm going to be, well, I am working, so we'll see how that goes. I'm going to see Lauren at work. Yeah, so I'm not disclosing the location still, but maybe I will <laughs> one day. <laughs> maybe one day. Um, I hope you like it. I'm sure I will like it. I'm excited to, well, d- wait, what time did you book it for? Seven. Okay, you'll see me. Okay, cool. Well, hopefully, because they said that we're going to be in upstairs and downstairs, so whatever. Oh, okay. You'll is see. there going to be – is there drinks and stuff? Yes. Okay, There's cool. a bar. All right. I yeah. Uber then. It might be overpriced. Yeah. But it might be worth a try. Yeah. It looks – it's super cute. Super, super, super cute. Okay. <laughs> I'm excited. And, um, yeah, I guess – like, I don't – I'm not, like, scared. Like, if you put two and two together, I don't care. But it's two gallery spaces but one show. So it doesn't matter what side you mm-hmm. sit on. Okay. Um, and – So it's, like – one show in each one no or? it's the same show so the only difference is that there's just two different spaces it's not they don't connect though you just get put in one or the other no you can walk through oh, so okay. the only thing is you get let in because there's a light barrier obviously mm-hmm. and then once you're in you're in one gallery and then you can choose to go to the other but while you're experiencing it you can you know go in between both to see oh, okay. but it's going to be the same show i see i see and then they installed um, some mirror sculptures. Uh-huh. I haven't seen them without the plastic, so I don't know the full effect, but it does seem like it's going to be cool. I have okay. to burp. <laughs> <laughs> that was a very Gatorade-y burp. <laughs> I was going to say that was a very gay burp. I was like, I'd say it's a neutral burp. Yeah, I don't know how you can what have a gay, gay burp. burp. Sound like. I love my background on my phone. It's so sexy. It's so sexy! It's, so, it's, okay. it's Christian Bale as... Um, what's his face from American Psycho? And it's so funny because, um, when old man saw it, he was like, who is that? I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? He doesn't know anything. Uh, it was he like, he's culture. literally so fucking sexy. He's, and he was getting mad at me. He was like, who is that? I'm like, it's Christian Bell, you fucking idiot. Saw <laughs> <laughs> some, some random fucking hot dude with blood all over his face. Hello? <laughs> who else would it be? <laughs> Yeah, I just have some IG models. Uh, so you just my background. be like, he's my ex-boyfriend. Oh, God. If he didn't know, yeah, I should have. <laughs> my ex-boyfriend is Christian Bale. <laughs> no big deal. 
I actually downgraded with you. We were just talking about how um, when you're with an older guy, it's way creepier when he makes a point about, oh, I'm so old and so much older than you. Yeah, because they say like, oh, like I'm so old, like as a thing of insecurity. But you know in their head they're like, I'm so so much older than you. I'm cringing so hard right now. And it's now. just like, but then guys that don't do that, but it just happen to be older than you, they have so much more confidence. It's so much. It's, it's sexier. Yeah. It's so much sexier. Like, I don't need to convince you to be attracted to me because yeah. I'm younger. Like, the first guy I was ever with, I did because I he was 25 and I was 18 and I was like, oh my God, what can I do to it look more mature? Yeah. Like, what can I do to it look That's more appealing? I, I find that like young, because I, I used to do this too, younger girls really think that you have to like bag an older man. Like I see like whenever one of these fucking losers, actors starts dating like a young girl, I see people going, oh my God, so, you, so I have a chance? Bitch, you had You've a chance. You always have you a chance. You still have a chance. You still have a chance. <laughs> Literally, it do- you have, but you, it is up to you. Like, you need to, like, recognize and, like, yeah. I don't mean to victim blame, obviously, but, like, you need to, like, like, the earlier you learn that the earlier they are the sick perverts and exactly. you need to, like, they're not the catch you think they are. Yeah, that's what I meant to say. Not, like, you need to be the one telling them no, but yeah. you just need to recognize that. They'll fuck a McChicken. They'll fuck a McChicken, and I've is... seen a guy fuck a burrito, so. Yeah. It was the worst, worst time of my life. I can think of a few. Listen, I haven't seen any of those viral. Like, you saw the guy fuck the chicken, right? That, that made me real... cry. I couldn't. I, I literally just, I, thought, I saw a thread of, like, I didn't even know what it was labeled, but I watched the first video on it, and it was this guy fucking a chicken. It made me cry. Yeah, see that? Like, if I hear about that on TikTok, I'm like, I'm I'm not that curious. Yeah. Like, you, gen- yours was a genuine, like, you just stumbled on. Yeah. But people, like, TikTok, of course, is infamous for, guys, don't go on Twitter and look this up. And yeah. everyone in the comments is like, oh, I wish I didn't look that up. Like, idiots. <laughs> <laughs> you fools. <laughs> I yeah. know, I know the video is bait. I know the video is bait. And I know I can't assume who all how old everyone in the comments are yeah but fucking common sense i know i guess it's like me growing up on 4chan like be seeing fucking best gore yeah. like like traumatizing myself i don't want to say early enough but like often enough where if someone says don't it's uh, okay this is horrible but and i'm gonna i'm really gonna out myself here this is really embarrassing <laughs> I can cut it out if you want me to. No, no, no. It's it's humbling. <laughs> Have you ever watched Arrested Development? I love that show. Okay, so you know the scene where Job kept killing birds on accident? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he put it in the freezer and said, dead dove, don't eat. Yeah. <laughs> Michael opens the bag. <laughs> He's like, I don't know what I expected. <laughs> okay, so that trope, which is really embarrassing for me to admit, is on fanfiction websites. So... Fanfiction websites are infamous for having the fucking worst of the worst content. Like, people fantasize. Like, everyone's fantasies are I, there. I used to read One Direction fanfiction when I was a teenager. What website never, did you use? Um, I think it's web- the ones people would publish on Tumblr. 
Oh, okay. So the, I think, well, yeah, it was also used on Tumblr. So, but what kind did you read? Um, did you read anything? Like- your name self insert also a ton of Larry. <laughs> okay. But if it's like, if it's like vanilla, then like you obviously wouldn't. One of them was really weird. It was called, oh, this is so. We're both outing ourselves. So we're like, this it is. It was a- my favorite one. It was called Damaged Goods. Oh my God. Oh wait, isn't that like really popular? I think it is. It's the one where he used to like bully her and like <laughs> beat the shit out of her. <laughs> No, so valid, so valid. (laughs) No, this is so valid. (laughs) This is so valid because not too long ago there was a very popular um self your uh your name self insert Mm -hmm. fan fiction of Kylo Ren and I read it and it was literally just him beating the shit out of her. I was like, why is this popular? And this was recent. Okay, this is the last yeah. th- two years. So totally valid. But if that's the worst you read, then because in high school, I read some, f- like, t- oh, dude, I was obsessed with Teen Wolf fanfiction. <laughs> 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 it was bad. <laughs> and if you read uh, Teen Wolf fanfiction in 2014, 2015, then you might know what I'm talking about. But The irony of this conversation. I know. <laughs> but I read some really, really, you know, so the whole system was there was a tag so you could read what the story was about and if it didn't have what floated your boat you didn't have to read it Mm -hmm. but the stuff was so not i don't want to say hardcore but like weird can you give me an example it must have been um bestiality no okay no thank god like there was like omegaverse but no one ever like did straight up bestiality what's omegaverse (laughs) god damn it (laughs) it's like a wolf dynamic alpha beta omega but they like like but they're humans but they're humans and like the omega goes into heat and the alpha's like the big strong and they're like in heat so they fuck for like three days straight yeah no, but the good thing was Teen Wolf. The- in heat? Yes, in heat. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm not I'm not shaming you. I won't kink shame you. Anymore. No, I'm this weird. is fine. This is Wolf fine. Porn that you have- <laughs> No, they're humans, I promise. <laughs> I'm the just thing about teen- you. The thing about Teen Wolf was they in the TV show, they never turned into real wolves. Really? No, they their faces just got all fucked up. It wasn't like Twilight wo- werewolves. Oh, yeah. I never watched. I think there was like only one instance, or I didn't. I never finished it, but from what I remember, because I watched it as a teenager, yeah. they they never turned into like legit wolves. Oh, but um, the tag list would be like you know underage because the t- the characters were in high school uh-huh. and like they would be dating. Like, Derek was one of the main characters, and he was, like, in his 20s. Uh-huh. Or, um, like, Omegaverse, which I never liked, because that shit is weird. Uh-huh. Um, whatever, whatever, whatever. And then, at the bottom, it would say, Dead Dove Don't Eat, to, like, hone in the fact, like, all of these weird tags. Uh-huh. Like, this is gonna happen. That's funny. Like, if you're really not down for yeah. that, don't read this. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I don't, I totally forgot. This story fucking spiraled uh-huh. but oh i okay i remember now like the whole point of like looking up this shit like you see on tiktok where it's like don't look this up like uh-huh. dead dove don't eat if someone says don't look up this weird sh- like a guy fucking a chicken it's gonna be a guy fucking a chicken so yeah. don't look it up yeah. it's exactly what you know they're telling you it is and yeah. i i know that it's human nature to be curious 
and there's things you want to see. Like, I'm sure everyone in our age group and older have seen the guy who got fucked by the horse. What? Mr. Hands or something like that. Oh, I've heard the reference. Yeah, this other podcast, um, not, it wasn't their podcast episode, but this other, whatever, group, Super Mega, they talked uh-huh. about it. it. The guy died. Um, he got fucked by the horse? Yeah, he got fucked by the horse and died. Jesus. Um, well, <laughs> I mean. Um, but, like, that, like, I think in that generation, like, you kind of learn your lesson. Like, me, like, okay, I don't want, I don't want to look at that anymore. Wait, Mr. Hands? I think that's the name. I thought that was the name of one of those really popular porn stars. Isn't there a hand guy with Oh, hands? that's small hands. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> Too many hand references. <laughs> um, yeah, that's a joke because he has a big dick. Oh. That's the one that our friend was saying is his favorite porn star. Oh, um, my memory. <laughs> All of these awful things. I'm, I'm just going to keep you. Dr- I'm going to drag them back out. I'm pulling them out of you, baby. Um, but I don't even know where I'm going with this. But th- these things that are so horrifying, it's like if you read the description, it's going to be as bad as it sounds. Yeah. Don't don't as, as we learned from Teen Wolf fanfiction. <laughs> you know, it all it all connects. Dots are connecting. I read this one, One Direction fanfiction. Um oh, I had my first orgasm to Justin Bieber fanfiction. I think I've talked about that before though. My first first fanfiction was anime fanfiction. Oh. I don't know what anime, probably Naruto. I don't even remember. I used to read it on my DS. <laughs> <laughs> I used to read mine on my iPod Touch. There you go. <laughs> um I don't even remember the contents of the one of the Justin Bieber fanfiction. I just I remember the ones of the One Direction ones. Another one I read, Room 3 something, Room something 17. It was a Larry fanfiction. It was so... I don't, I read it all day. Um, but at the very end, Niall and Liam are also together in it. And then Niall or Liam, one of them dies of testicular cancer. And I thought it was <laughs> so fucking weird to like make it testicular cancer. There's a million ways to kill off a, ca- a character. Oh my god. And none of them are testicular ca- cancer. Oh my god. They probably, maybe they know someone in real life. But what shocks me about fan fiction is people, real people, take time out of their day to write these. Yeah. These motherfucking things can be long. And you're not yeah. getting paid for it. Yeah. Well, one of them sold her story and made a movie. Another yeah, one but became that's, Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah, but that's rare. That's yeah. so rare. It's, it's only happened to two people. Yeah, like, there. Unless if every book ever has always been a fan fiction with the names changed. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, I can pull up. A, a fan fiction website right now and find multiple stories with 300,000 plus words and yeah. they're not getting paid a dime for it so i'm crazy. like i'm sure there's now there's ways to like set up coffees or go fund, not go fundies but patreons or whatever but because it's like copyrighted work mm-hmm. i don't think they can mm-hmm. so they're just doing it out of like the pure yeah. enjoyment what was that one harry potter one that everyone always clowns on my oh my immortal Dimitri. yeah <laughs> Also, what's funny is they always have the same, like, words. Like, I know people always make, like, the, the joke about, like, orbs. But there's also, like, member. Oh, right. They love the word want, and they love... I think I'm saying that right. I don't know. Yeah. They love the word... I can't read those. Those are, like, child... Like, I say cock. <laughs> yeah, see, see, I stopped reading them when I was, like, 14. <laughs> I literally have one pulled up right now. <laughs> but the good thing is, is that... I feel like the people who are writing them when we were teenagers are either still writing them now or like whoever's writing them now are, are obviously aren't teenagers. They're so probably like, writers now. Exactly. Like the one, literally the fucking Mandalorian yeah. fanfiction I'm reading. Like she's a legit like published author. That's so crazy. I know, right? Okay, send one to me because I want to read one. 
Okay. Um, but what's crazy is now that I think about it, when I was reading One Direction fan fiction, they were still teenagers, and like these must have been grown ass people writing them. You that's think? Weird. I think that's weird. I know. I remember when I was a teenager, there was like fan accounts that were like in their twenties. Oh. I thought it was so weird. I, I never read. Weird. I was I was in a Directioner, so I never read. Yeah. <laughs> I never read fanfic. Okay, so see, my thing, my mm-hmm. my silver lining is I never read fanfiction about real people, Sarah. <laughs> oh, true, true, true. Touche. No, but literally, like, I feel guilty even reading the Mandalorian self-insert because uh-huh. I'm like, I'm not fantasizing. I'm fan- I'm not fantasizing about the fucking Mandalorian. It's Pedro Pascal. Come on. Yeah, but who gives a shit? I hate when people treat – I mean, we've talked about this before, like – People treating celebrities like they're small beans. Oh, right. Pedro right, Pascal right. loves the fact that he's being sexualized. Oh, I'm willing for sure. to bet. I mean, he's a man. Of course. What is he? Oh, please stop writing. <laughs> Isn't there one? About I, me being I, I, sexy. I swear to God, I saw one uh, famous person who didn't like it, and I can't remember for the life of me, but it'll come. Bo Burnham didn't like it. That's so funny to me. Yeah. Which is like, you can't, dude, sorry. That's, I know. That's the people you, you brought yeah. in. That's on you. I'm sorry you're an extremely sensitive six foot four <laughs> lean comedian. Oh, you can't but... take it. You can't take it. Yeah. That one, I th- I know I mentioned this on the last one, but the picture of him and Phoebe Bridgers and it was like, a good day for annoying people. <laughs> <laughs> that got to me. Yeah. I like, I want to know, because I'm obviously buried in my phone all day, every day, but I scroll through everything so fast because i am easily irritated and easily bored i'm the same sometimes i try to watch a video and i have to scroll back a billion times because something they said i I go for a second i'm bored and then i go i'm like wait i wanted to hear the rest of that story yes i'll scroll three videos down and be like okay i'll I'll go i'll go back and watch it (laughs) um i want to know the the day in the life of people who are that obsessed with a like a specific person because it's like how much of your media consumption revolves around that person? Because my media consumption is random. Okay, well, I can actually answer this question because I was – because you've never obsessed over a celebrity. Yeah. I was truly, truly obsessed with One Direction and Justin Bieber, One Direction, way more. Okay, so how much of your day did you spend? 100% of my time. <laughs> like, like, okay, so of my time. divide it between the different platforms. What did you do? Like, what was your – what was your goal? My goal was to marry Harry Styles. Of course, but like – how were you going to achieve that goal? You were going to find, like, how, where he was born? Well, I went to a meet and greet, and I right. thought he'd fall in love with me. And truly, when I, when he didn't fall in love with me, I had, like, the, I went through the nine stages of grief, and then I stopped liking them. By the So I was obsessed with them for, like, about two years. Um, what years? Seventh grade and eighth grade. Seventh so grade? Okay, half of seventh grade was 2011 to Bieber. 2012. Or no, 2010 to 2011, around. Uh, let's say 2000. 11 to 12. Okay. Yeah. So um, let's say beginning of eighth grade is when like my obsession with them truly, truly began. I, or no, summer going into eighth grade, I would literally wake up, scroll, because it's still like, you still go on those like social media sites with endless scroll, like Tumblr. Right. But everything you follow is one direction. Like maybe there's a few funny posts in between. It's like you start your day that way. You fantasize about them a little bit. You go to school. On the way there, you listen to one direction. You get to school. You talk to your friends about one direction. You go to class. You're still kind of thinking, oh, Harry Styles is so cute. All of this. And you just kind of, like, fall into, like, random information about them. Like, at some point, I did know the date, time, everything that every member of One Direction was, like, born into, the color of their blanket they were born into, every member of their family's names, maybe even their birthdays. Um, 
literally everything about them. And then I got the ultimate VIP tickets to their first concert and they were not very expensive because it was their first concert and they were kind of like testing the waters to see if they could blow up in America. Uh-huh. Um, Wait, so you were into them before they even blew up? Yes. And n- well, they they were already big on Tumblr, but they weren't really big in the in America yet. Oh, okay. It was about a year before they really blew up here. Like when I got their first album, I had to ask my cousins in England, ship it over. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then um, I had, like, some, like, early introduction to them because they were on X Factor. and like Oh, right, right, right. All that stuff. Um, I'm pretty sure I watched Liam Payne's first audition, which was years before One Direction happened. Wow. Yeah. Um, But anyways, I got tickets to their meet and greet. It, like, escalated, escalated, escalated. Um, At some point, my whole being in life was around One Direction. I went to the concert with Sarah my other friend, and um, we were so, so obsessed with them. I remember the whole day, I was high. I literally, (laughs) dude, I'm not even kidding. Like, now that I'm an adult and I have Uh had drugs before, while I was there, it felt like I was on every substance I've ever, I've never felt that high before, truly. Uh And I've, I've done a few. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right, right. You know? Right. And, like, I just remember being there so lightheaded, colors were, like, illuminated, um, I just was in this state of being where I was, like, half dissociate. Like, it was just so overwhelming just being in the same building as them. At some point, I had also gone to Disneyland to look for them. And, like, while when I knew they were... Like, I, I truly was so obsessed with them. Yeah. Anyway, so we go there. I met them. It was, like, five... It was literally, like, go over there, take the picture, whatever. There Did was you get to, like, touch their hand? I hugged Harry. I said, I love you so much. And he goes, you all right, love? <laughs> <laughs> I spoke Were you, like, hyperventilating? I was li- – have you seen the photo of me? Yeah. Yeah. I looked insane. <laughs> and then we also went to the sound check. I talked to Nell for a little bit. It was really weird. I remember just being, like – I was shaky and hysterical, and he was just, like, talking to me like I wasn't doing all that, which yeah. was very kind of him. Um, <laughs> and then uh, the concert happened. We were second row. This all came with the ultimate VIP package, which at the time was only like three hundred bucks, three hundred fifty uh-huh. bucks. It was the same as a ticket that's, to Coachella. That's less than going to see Harry now. Exactly, exactly. And um, which it's a lot, but it's not the same. No, for a total now. for the total package VIP yeah. experience. No, it's yeah. not. Um, and then what happened? Oh yeah, so then we saw Stalker Sarah. If you are chronically online, you'll know who that is. Uh-huh. That happened, and then we got home, and they did a live stream. And that was enough. The combination of those two events were enough for me and Sarah to convince ourselves that we were about to die. We literally, now that I'm older, I realize how actually psychotic this is. Uh Sarah and I, for a time, were legitimately concerned and convinced that we were going to die at the end of the summer. Just because we met Stalker Sarah, met One Direction, and they did a live stream that same night. That was enough for us. This was my, um, if I I need to kill people to solve the earthquake from not happening. I don't remember what that serial killer's name was, but he literally thought that by killing people, he was preventing an earthquake from happening. I literally thought that these good things were happening in my life because I was about to die a very young death. And like, like, you were like... The rest of that summer was like the best experience of my life. I was 14. You're 14. This is, uh, now I'm going into high school. Oh, right, 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 right. That's the right age to win. Um, This is so, actually, I've never processed how insane this is, but literally that whole summer was, like, to a far lesser extent, that, like, weird, like, constant euphoria, because I had convinced myself that death was imminent. Oh, my God. And then it didn't come. 
And then once it didn't come, I when was your stopped liking One Direction? When was your like deadline? Like August? I don't remember. It just kind of like towards the end of summer, I was just kind of like, mm. and then I just started listening to The Strokes instead. <laughs> no, like actually, it's honestly that natural progression oh, you know from what? from eighth grade to high school. Actually, I went to England that summer, oh. and. Oh, okay, wait, this was my waking up point. So my my family lives in Brighton, and there's a outdoor venue there, and Little Mix was performing, and oh. at the time, Zayn was engaged to Perry something, and he was there. And I remember just, like, we were just outside of the venue, like, on a hill, so we could still see, like, the big screens and stuff and listen to it. Uh-huh. And I remember just being like, I don't really care that he's there. But, like, before, even just, like, being, like, like staring into a group of people and knowing Zayn Malik is in there would have been enough to put me over the edge. But I just realized, well, I don't really give a shit. And then I oh, I was also listening to All Time Low. So I was definitely going through, like, a transformation phase in my music. Uh-huh. In my music taste. That's and crazy. And then it just ended by the time first day of high school i didn't give a shit about one direction anymore wow so it all did it all happen like did it all peak that year or did it all happen that year it peaked that year like kind of in seventh grade i stopped liking justin bieber and started liking one direction and that was my last my last obsession oh okay but before that i would latch on to weird celebrities too like johnny packar from make it or break it who was like a very minor character (laughs) he was like it was a show on abc family that a wasn't doing very well not that many people watched it and he was also a very minor character who got killed off pretty soon (laughs) but i obsessed over him and he was also on a kid's show called flight 29 down flight 20 something down it was Mm -hmm. a show on like discovery kids or something about a plane crash with a bunch of teenagers anyways i got obsessed with him i would listen to his music um that was literally just posted to myspace he wasn't in a legitimate band um my passwords involved his band's name for a number of years Uh like shit like that at some point i was obsessed with josh hutchinson um the guy from me uh the hunger games yeah this was before the hunger games this is when the book was doing really well he was in something else that made me obsessed with him it was just super weird. And then after One Direction, I think I just got old enough to mm-hmm. the point where I just didn't care anymore. But it was just like every single day, that's all you thought about. Yeah. Wow. And it was like that with Justin Bieber too. See, this is how we know I never had an obsession because I either tried to fake an obsession to get along with my friends who had obsessions uh-huh. or I would be really interested in something, but it wouldn't be my entire day. Oh. Like, um, like Matt McKelson from uh-huh. Hannibal. I loved Hannibal. Like, yeah. I literally, <laughs> I went through my Twitter from high school. I fucking only tweeted about Hannibal. Yeah. If I show it to you right now, the last 100 tweets are only Hannibal. But this is like a media you like and consuming. Yeah. This isn't the It's same. like a TV show. It's not, I'm not hyper-focused only on Mads McKelson. Like, he was yeah. my favorite actor and I I watched every single movie he had been in. Even, like, obscure-ass Danish movies yeah. that I had to fucking, like, find online in really weird places. Like, mm-hmm. but he wasn't all I thought about. So that's mm-hmm. how I know it wasn't like an obsession and it's so funny going through this as a high schooler because um i was into him like 2013 2014 and i hate stalk this one girl Uh (laughs) and she's obsessed with him and i'm like girl (laughs) it is so way after the fact why are you still talking like he's great he's a great actor but she'll talk about him in Hannibal. I'm like, he's another shit, too. It's like... Is Hannibal even still going on? No, it got canceled when I was still in high school. Oh. So it's so funny to me, like, seeing these obsess- obsessions, or, like, what I thought... Not an obsessions, but things that I was interested in rehashed so long after yeah. the fact. Because she knew I was obsessed with him. I was just like... No, there's people who are obsessed with One Direction that weren't even really conscious during their, like, heyday. 
which is well that's fine because that's usually because they're too young but me and this girl are the oh, same true, age true, true. Yeah, so i'm just weird. like okay fan <laughs> <laughs> i also i used to be obsessed with twilight to the point where like people at my school called me twilight girl oh but that's oh yeah i was I gonna say that's normal, normal but so is one direction i think the twilight thing is a little more normal especially because it's like a fictional thing there's more media to consume it's like the idea of a fictional world is really enticing and stuff it's yeah. not just like five fucking guys <laughs> you know um Sometime in high school, I tried to run a K-pop blog for EXO and mm-hmm. BTS when they first, not EXO, was, EXO was first coming out, but BTS first came out when I was in high school, but I just couldn't get into it. Like, yeah. the lengths that K-pop fans go to is even more intense than One, One Direction, Direction fans. fans. Yeah, and they used to, like, hack security oh. footage at <laughs> the airport. Just to look at them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. That's so funny. I don't even know how they got away with that. Like, how do you, how does one hack the airport security cameras? I have cameras? no idea. That means that there was grown people doing it. Children yeah. cannot do that. Exactly. So, I... Oh, speaking I, of Bobby Lee, do you know Bobby Lee's mom is, like, a huge BTS fan? Like, like, like to the extent of my One Direction shit. She's, he's talked about it before. A grown woman? She's a grown woman. She's so obsessed with, with BTS. The BTS mania is scary to me because yeah. they're not even that good. I mean, I just can't no get like into that K-pop. that one that one uh, joke that one of their songs sounds like the ending credits to an Illumination movie, like so. Spot <laughs> Is it the Dynamite song? Yeah, that one's like the worst song. <laughs> it sounds like an old Navy commercial song. It really does. Um, it's funny because I was into them right when they either I don't know how K-pop debuts work. Like I've been listening to K-pop since middle school. I still don't fucking know. That's how <laughs> that's my extent of my knowledge. Like, yeah. I can name a uh, more k-pop bands and i have fingers but i can't tell you how they work <laughs> i know about them i'll listen to it but i don't know anything else like even when i tried to run a k-pop blog i was like i, I can't keep up i can't keep up i don't know what's going it's on a full-time job it's not just a full-time job it's like your your life no it really is and like i i, I did enough to be able to talk to my friends about it mm-hmm. and that was it yeah like even now my friend is super into k-pop and she buys um every single because they they uh sell multiple versions of the same album same album same songs just the they have these um picture cards and they're like fucking trading cards they're valuable dude like you can sell them for good like 50 bucks damn and each cd comes with the picture card and Uh you pick your favorite boy out of the band and you want his picture card Uh and if you don't get his you sell whichever one you got and get his Uh or you can keep it and whatever but if you get any duplicates like it's a whole fucking system dude and when i went to my last concert before covid was super m which is a k-pop band made out of members from other groups Uh there was like a whole fucking vending system in the parking lot of girls trading this shit i'm like damn this is a whole economy yeah but then the thing is like it's so much fun oh i know they're having fun i can't keep up it's that's my whole thing it's a constant state of euphoria oh yeah constant state of like it's so weird imagine if one direction did that you were still you're at the height of your phase and you open up your album and you get harry styles like that fucking shriek like that euphoria you get like that's but it's also it's a lot of it's a grown woman yeah but like that's funny to me like it's funny BTS is funny to me how big it's grown because I have likes on my YouTube of their very first music video Mm -hmm. and like their very first whatever talking videos Mm -hmm. before most of them spoke English. Like, I don't know how far along they've gone, but at that point, Rap Mom was the only 
member who spoke English. So any video of them talking was just in Korean and you had to Wait, trust. So they just learned like a whole new language and because they're like relatively new, aren't they? What do you mean? The band. Mm, they started in like 2013. Oh, that's still, I mean, like learning a language at any point in your life is just. Yeah. Most wow. K-pop bands learn several languages for their different markets. So um, like BTS is like the only one that's made it as big as they had in Western markets. So it makes sense. I don't that's know. True. I don't really. I honestly like I'm probably butchering it if you're ARMY. You're, I feel like ARMYs are the scariest people to cross. <laughs> but I, I mean, heart. <laughs> I don't know. I've been I've known them uh, since they debuted. So don't attack me. But. I don't know how far along they are in English, but for example, XO is another K-pop group. They have XOK and XOM, which is Mandarin. So I believe when they're together, they all need to learn, they all need to know both Korean and Chinese to be able to, when they go to their concerts. Wow. Yeah. Because, I mean, a celebrity from here, let's say, like, Ben Affleck does He's... really well in Sweden for some reason. He's not going to learn Swedish. Right. Exactly. Sweden even have a language. Yeah, Swedish. I'm thinking of Switzerland. They're they're they the language. they're the ones that's whatever yeah. French, German, whatever. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Exactly. Like no celebrity or no performer here is going to learn a whole other language. But the thing about that is, it's not the individual saying, "Hey, I'm like I feel really connected to this." Audience. No, they're they're controlled by the yeah. company. Like, K-pop industry is so hardcore. They yeah. live together. They, like, work those people like slaves, don't they? No, they do. So the whole thing is, like, they go audition. They, if they get selected, they get placed into a band. The bandmates live together, work together, train together. Isn't there a really high amount of suicides? I don't know. In, like, K-pop or J-pop, I don't know. J-pop is a whole other beast. Because J-pop is, not all of J-pop, but a big part of J-pop is the idol industry. And that is messy. Because the idol is um, girl groups. I see. And those girl groups have, they're, they're treated very bad. We've gone over an hour and ten. Okay. So let's make a note to like dive into this for next time. Okay. I'm going to do, I'm going to, I'll deep dive research so I can give you all the deets. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. So bye. Thank bye. you for listening. <laughs> Ooh.